welcome to Wrestling, and we are so excited to be here this week. We are going to talk about wrestling and a bunch of stuff because we don't have a mainly set topic. Uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, we did wrestling and like blacklisted wrestlers, and yeah. uh, we can talk more about that. We'll, we'll see what's going on. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Justin, at In Ring Art. Justin, how are you? It's been a minute, dude. Uh, pretty busy, uh, you know, I mean, with life in general. So I'm multitasking. I'm trying to get my drawing done tonight while we're talking. So I well, hope well, it's not too much of a distraction. Okay, well, I hope not, man. Jeez, if, if, you're, if you start... If I'm not if I'm not reaching you and I'm not hearing you, I'll just let you know. But um, <laughs> no, it should be fine. Are I'm you like, doing? Are you doing the artist challenge month or, or yeah, what is it called? I am. Um, so you're almost done with that, right? I'm almost done with that. Um, I was a little bit lazier this year with it. I, I, you know, if I did a drawing within the calendar year that fit the theme pretty well, I just used it because I'm just like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> If there was hey, one I had that free... was too perfect, I just did that. I don't care. It's okay. You get to check off a box for free in a way. Yeah. Um. So, what is it? The Wrestling Artists Challenge? Sketchamania. What's it called? Mania. What's... Yeah. This is a, something that they have with all types of different art, right? Yeah, this one's this Marge shot JPEG. She's an artist that she kind of started it. So, um, that's who do I'm they do it the... once a year? Huh? 2023, yeah, Sketchamania 2023. You know what? When I I looked up Sketchamania on DuckDuckGo, and you, Justin, are the third result. Really? Yeah. What's DuckDuckGo? I said, uh, that's a the search engine. Oh. It's a pretty main search engine. Well, never heard of it. This is a Day 27 King Carino. Yeah, for King. I'm uh, for uh, old. King of old school. Steve Carino. Okay, there you go. So this is the 2023 edition. So what did you do when it comes to job? 21 job. Um, did you do the big boss man or what? No, I did. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to look it up. I did. He doesn't remember people. What did I do for job, man? I'm gonna have to look it up on and find it because this guy doesn't remember his own work. Oh, job was uh, Al Snow with head job squad. Oh, were they called the job the job squad? He did a job squad thing for a while. That's kind of funny that he that looking back they were called the job squad in wrestling. I mean that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, and that was because they lost was, all the time. That was in the late '90s when that was barely become when. The kayfabe terms were kind of just getting to be public. Mm, well, they know. So yeah, they that's, knew it. that's what okay, I did I for see, job. I see, I see that. Now, I like this one, the In Your House Canadian Stampede. Yeah, people like that. Was that was pretty cool. People and that are, was... Uh, that was for uh, House. Okay, House. Well, you could have just drawn the, the doctor, Dr. House, but... And then, oh, you did your collection of masks. Okay, I see. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, I was like, you know, I can repurpose my stuff. There ain't no rules. When you think of the best masks ever, though, does Evil Uno's eye, uh, does Evil Uno's bleeding mask, you consider that one of your best No, but I found it. Pictures? Uh, I, one of my best, maybe. It's cool. Yeah. I thought it came out cool. Trying to figure out who half these dudes are. We got the Shockmaster. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one to do. That's that's pretty great. The the Hayabusa one looks nice, too. Hayabusa you got the Hayabusa. Was, Hayabusa was good. Oh, let me see now that I have it up. Actually, your drawing of uh, Tor Torus? Torus? Black Torus? Is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good, actually. It was actually a pretty good drawing. He's got a lot of the the details, uh, the details. In so the Penta stuff, one so. came out good. El Desperado, um, Mankind one. The I really liked that. Uh, I like the Liger. Dudley Boys uh, 
Fire. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the other one is fire. Like, people really like when I do those kind of real shitty. That I'm doing one similar today right now for faction as we well, speak. Well, I. And. No, this one's good too. The Steve Austin. That's great. That's great, actually. Oh, oh that Austin one got one of my most likes ever. The... Yeah, in the supermarket. With yeah, Booker T. That's sick. I like that one. I, I like when you do, honestly, and. Guys, we're talking about Justin's art because he is the in-ring artist. And, you know, he's got his cartoony style. And uh, I like when you do the action ones with, like, more than one or two guys. Well, this is what I'm working on. Just cool. I'm working on DX, the DX Army. There you go. So, the DX Army coming faction. and taking over uh, Monday Nitro or yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who tried that, like, again? Was oh. it... It, oh, was it was it fucking control your narrative wrestling that tried that or something that they uh, thought they would be? Okay, you, you're not. Even I mean, sure I know who they are, but I don't know if it's worth even. Maybe because they couldn't get. Any I other I, I felt like they didn't do that with AEW or something. No, I don't think so. Okay, it never happened. No. The uh, Oscar clown. Yeah, that thing? was my first. Okay, thing. that came cool. out good. And then little uh, Kimonito, yep, that one. That's an older one you did. But, no, no, uh, no. I did a newer Kimonito for that. No, but it's not from the challenge is what I meant. Sorry. Oh, no, no. The one I did, oh, yeah, that was right before it started, actually. Yeah. Okay. For, yeah, and, for uh, Trio, I did the uh, Triple Threat from ECW. Uh, I did Maki Ito for Cute with the bloody... Um, and it was funny. I did for tiger for cat. I did tiger mask his mask. That works. That actually works. Um. All right. Let's talk about some other stuff here. Some side news going on. Um. Did you did you hear or see uh, anything about New Japan in Vegas this weekend? You know, I didn't hear the results, but ironically, I I did watch the press conference because it kind of gauged my interest a little bit. Um, well, sitting at home. again, I, you and I kind of have a, um, how do I put this? We kind of are pissed that New Japan makes American events pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, I, but I, it looks, I wouldn't say pissed necessarily as... I'm pissed. I'm more like uh, kind of uh, confounded by it. I don't understand it. Um, and uh, yeah, my feelings are hurt by weird. it. <laughs> It's it's really weird. We've talked we've 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 talked about that a little too much. But it looks like Fighting Spirit uh, unleashed is on is on New Japan World. So oh, it is now. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I might give that a view. Yeah. No. Um. Let me make sure it's what we're talking about. I'm on the I'm on here now. It looks like Hiromu's fighting somebody. Let's that might sure. be something else then, eh? I'm checking. They did have the the. No, no, no! It's Tamatonga versus uh, Shingo oh. in the main event. They they did have, oh, but the Royal Quest was on, back on there pretty quickly, actually. Okay. I uh, I and I still haven't seen that, and I heard it was incredible. So I mean, there's a lot of new, a lot of New Japan stuff to catch up to. I'm not super excited about the Junior Tag League. Uh, I feel like the tag leagues are always like kind of a break period for me. Right. Um, but you I said think, you've actually wa watched some of the junior tag leagues. Well, to me, they're a great background. Uh, you know, if you're you're drawing or you're just kind of numbing yeah. out a little bit, uh, it helps. To, it's a nice thing to have on the background. Um, I heard the the new um, commentator is starting to do those shows, so I'm actually curious to check oh. out some of his stuff i'm a little afraid considering that where's this guy come from i heard that he's uh very versed and knowledgeable and oh in new japan in new japan um and i'm actually gonna you know give kevin kelly the benefit of a doubt because i'm sure this came guy came with his uh overwhelming endorsement so um i i really why do you think that I, I just feel like Kevin Kelly would not leave New Japan um, 
he he would he took a probably some pride in helping find or recommend a replacement. Um, I hope that's the case. I don't. I I really feel like he he Um, he, uh, you know he felt like he needed to make sure that it was left in good hands. You know. I hope I hope that's the case. Um, But also, don't forget you have Chris Charlton there, and he is probably part of that hiring process. And, and I, uh, I actually heard uh, the Super Jcast actually mentioned this week that um, there's some upcoming shows. I can't remember which ones, but it's supposed to be the new guy. I, you know, really forgive me for not remembering his name and stuff, but uh, Veda Scott. No, is I, to I've join ne- him. Well, I never heard his name. Uh, Veda Scott is supposed to join him on color commentary. What, what, in Japan? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know if I like that. I've never, Honestly, I have, I mean, I've heard her do, and she's fine, so I think that's, uh... No, it's... She's good. It's not, it's not a criticism of her. It's just these two-man booths are, are have been New Japan forever. I mean, it's one guy and no, then... No, 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 it's just, it's just those two. Well, where's Chris? Chris doesn't Are do, you saying she's just... She's going to be the color commentator because Chris doesn't do anything that's not in Tokyo. And I think that's going to remain the same. So it must be some shows that aren't uh, in Tokyo. That's my guess. Um, you know, I, this is a real tough situation because Kevin Kelly really is the voice of New Japan. And yeah. has been. I mean, the first announcer I actually heard was Jim Ross and Matt Stryker. Me but too. quickly, yeah. it was it was Kevin Kelly right after that. Well, that's because and I mean, whenever they were doing stuff on AXS, for some reason they didn't think Kevin Kelly was a big enough kind of I don't know draw to, to do the announcing. So they well, well, well I'm not ta- I'm not talking about uh, access. I'm talking about the uh, global world wrestling when the GWF or whatever brought Wrestle Kingdom Nine to. The U.S. and they right. hired uh, right. I know. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah, but 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 because uh, because soon after that, like I got onto New Japan World and I, you know, Kevin Kelly and you know, I'll never forget, you know, Kevin Kelly and you know, and Steve Carino were the. They're probably still my favorite like commentators. That those two, you know. I really miss I mean, Carino not doing commentary. Um, he was incredible. He, he was, was great. great in Ring of Honor. Is great in New Japan, and you know I watched them. Uh, I watched them, or I listened to them commentate o- Okada Omega. So it's like that's right. ingrained, you know. It's and, hard. It's really I've, hard to to move on. And I've always been a Carino fan, even from his wrestling ECW days. I just always was a big fan of his. And uh, yeah, he's 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 great. And uh, Kevin I mean, he Kelly got a better gig, but you know, has always he has really developed guys well. I mean. You know, Don Callis, I know you didn't weren't a huge fan of him doing commentary, but I love Don Callis doing commentary for New Japan. Um, Jeez. And I really liked, uh, you know, at first when we heard Gino Gambino. Um, I liked him. He was cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he was. And even um, Chris Charlton, when he started, it was... Hey, Kevin. It was, yeah. Jokey, choke, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> even when we, we heard, um, the start of Chris Charlton, it wasn't, he, you know, he, he had to develop a little bit. That wasn't his natural thing. That wasn't something that he was, you know, trained to do. And even Rocky Romero wasn't exactly the, you know, the sharpest at first either. Um, but a guy like Chris Charlton, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin Kelly has really led those guys along. Um, and I'm pretty sure they'd be the first to tell you. That he really. You should hear Yoshi. Ta- you should hear Yoshi Tatsu on commentary. Has he done it? Do you remember that whole thing? Uh, the, they they did a Yoshi Tatsu on commentary, and he just was like burying uh, AJ Styles. Oh because, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it, I really heard that. I know I heard. I caught kind of the <laughs> tail end of his run in New Japan when he was um, in that like Bullet Club uh, Hunters kind of. Oh trash. yeah, he did do that like Hunter Club. It was fucking lame. I it think was, Billy yeah. Gunn was even in it for a like, minute, which was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. When I went um, to those shows God, in Long Beach, I forgot. When I went to those shows in Long Beach, uh, one of the matches was you know Billy Gunn was on that card wrestling against I think Tana for that IC title, and he was wearing one of those Bullet Club Hunter Hunter shirts, Club, which was God, one of the I, only that's... things 
when we had the merch line, the only two things left when you got to the front were it was uh, Hunter Club. Was the Hunter Club and the the USA Bullet Club shirt, <laughs> which mm, everyone automatically thinks Club. you're a you know a gun enthusiast when you rock one of those. Well, yeah, and I'm looking at it. I I looked up Hunter Club T-shirt, and yes, yes, Justin, all the results are gun enthusiast T-shirts. <laughs> Dear Hunter Club, no, but Dear particularly, Club, I'm I'm really talking in particular with the uh, the Bullet Club, the US. Bullet Club USA treatment, which I thought was the, I got that shirt. I was happy about it. And I wore it a few times. Ah. It's a cool shirt, but it is no, cool actually, shirt, yeah. just Justin, even wearing my normal Bullet Club shirt, yeah. like I, I am wary of that because we're not going to get into politics, but America is very unique in that situation, and we have our own major issues here. So it's like in Japan, it's so novel and like a funny thing. Oh, guns, guns, guns! But like you know, not that way in America necessarily. No, yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, I don't know, dude. It, I don't, like it's said, tough. It's just, it's a weird thing in America to, uh, let's just say that you have to be conscious, conscious, conscientious of it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not a shirt that you can wear. Even if, like, whatever your, like, kind of stance is, you know that you can't wear that shirt everywhere. That it's a sensitive, yeah. I, I mean, I generally will wear it out and stuff like that, but I'm, you know, it's just be, be yeah. I'm not going to wear it to the kid's birthday party, I'll put it that way. Yeah, or you're not um, going to wear it to, you know, I don't know. Ah. To church? <laughs> well, yeah. But I don't really go to church, but I probably wouldn't wear it to church. Speaking of that, yesterday, I went to a Halloween party yesterday. Now, it was at a bar, so it wasn't, you know, you know right. what I'm saying. Halloween-themed event. Halloween-themed event. They were giving away a vacation to the best uh, dressed. And, you know, the lucky this uh, little guy dressed as a killer clown from outer space. Nice. Remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That B-movie. And then he did a he did a backflip. And so, you know. Was that he, part he, of the you know, he, 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 Huh? Was that part of the costume or... He just when he was performing, he just did a backflip. It was back, you know, backflips are impressive. So I mean, he he won. So there you go. It was uh, it was great. All right, that's finished for today. Wow, you colored that dog. So that hang on, let me see it again. Let me see if I can recognize them from your. So we got X Pac and who is that? Billy Gunn. Yeah. And then Hunter. That's supposed to be China to the left. Yeah. And then in the very back, we got uh, Road Dog. Yeah. So. There we go. We'll see how that Looks goes. good, man. Good coloring. I like coloring. You know what t-shirt I always have to be wary about also wearing in public? I love is the, uh No, that oh. shirt I'm totally fine wearing. Okay, great. No, so. it's it's my Eddie, Eddie Kingston t-shirt drawn by you. <laughs> Because most people are very confused and have no clue what that is at all. They're just like, "What the hell is that?" You know you what know, I mean? I so, was at uh, I was at a Ross today, and I was wearing the um, one of the shirts I had to get recently was well, not recently, but I haven't bought a wrestling shirt in a long time. I have, me neither. I'm, I have I'm in line for one. Actually. A lot of money. Um, I got the El Desperado Starlight Kid shirt. Oh, you got that one. Yeah, I thought that was a cool one. That's, so, so no, I got, that that shirt was awesome. Like, like it was like a, a uh, almost Jet Set Radio vibe to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, precisely. Wow, good pull. Um, so I, I got that shirt and I was wearing it today at the Ross. I, I got it a long time ago. I didn't get it recently. And um, mm-hmm. I was at uh, Ross, and the guy's like, "Oh, what kind of shirt is that? That's really cool." And I said, "Oh, yeah, it's you know, it's Japanese wrestling." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I just really like the style, you know." So yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah, and you know the thing too is we got to admit I think most wrestling shirts are not that good, usually, right? Is that is that ex- accepted? Um, yeah. I mean, most any of those graphic shirts. I mean, you know. They're and it's all, part of the industry too, like yeah, bands I guess do it too, but they yeah. have their logo. But 
But yeah, I mean, most of the shirts are black. Ninety-five percent of them are black. Right. And uh, but but some of them are actually real, really cool. You know, um, I don't know, kind of works of art. Like like some of those uh, some guys figure figure it out. I'll just put it that way. I think the worst one I've ever seen though was the AJ Styles. Um, oh yeah. You, cum stain. You know what? The cum <laughs> yeah. stain. Yeah. Well, there was, wasn't there, like, Valdez had one similar to that, so that just tells you. Right oh, there. really? Yeah, it's like, I want to say it's a Venus Envy, or it said, I'm coming, or something wow. weird like that. Who knows? And we know that uh, Ted is selling this for, like, $500. Maybe. Right? That would be, that would be a steal I'm, right there. I'm looking at the I'm trying to look at the vintage t-shirts. Yeah, 500 for the big Balboski t-shirt. Um, Rock that just says hello. Ready to unload. <laughs> God, what's up with these vintage t-shirts are ridiculous. Why would you pay $500 for a Val Venus? And then those dudes will wear it too. There's the Venus Envy shirt for $175. Man, it's a bargain. No, oh, man, I mean, to each his own. Like, that's... If I had tons of money, I would totally be in that game. Look at George Kittle, you know, and for the the Niners, that dude's always rocking some kind of cool vintage uh, wrestling shirt. Guess where he gets them from? Really? Oh yeah, Ted hooks Ted? up. Yeah, Ted is uh, his his uh, connection. George Kittle. Let's see. There's a picture of him right here, and he's wearing some cool shirt. Hang on. Yeah, I've seen him before. Oh, he's wearing an Ed, Ed and Eddie shirt from 1999, dude. That's cool, too. So, uh, yeah, you're right. He He's wearing the coolest T-shirts because he has the money to buy all the vintage shit. I would, too. What, what, is he a receiver or what? He's a tight end. Okay. And he's really good, right? Yeah, all pro. What are the hot boys? That's a group, right? Music group? Uh, I think that's a, it's a uh, rap group, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I sound like an old person now, man. I used to be into music. Dang. I, I just don't listen to music anymore. That's. <laughs> it's just not. No, it was just my, funny, like be, being at that bar with you when we did that event and stuff. Like everyone there, a lot of people there were wearing those shirts and stuff. And you know, I never been around a crowd like that before. It was very unique. I hope we get to do that again sometime. You know. I. Me too, man. I mean, it's just like. How do I explain it? Like, um, you know, everyone's got their thing. It's sneakers. It's, you know, yeah. the stuff that you're into. Like, if you're into, like, anime or whatever, it's that's what you're into, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't, you, we have, well, some of the stuff that we're into doesn't cost $500 for something, you know, awesome. But it's a way about how people prioritize themselves, you know? Yeah. Maybe they don't spend as much money on other things that we do and. They save money to do it. Like, you don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. People will, yeah, you don't, yeah, people will have their own likes and stuff and put aside. No, it was, it was unique though. And wrestling crowd is pretty, wrestling fans are fairly unique on their own. You know, I can't, I can't really, I, I guess just every group is, but wrestling fans, you know, there is that camaraderie. Although one of my favorite, there's this, this uh, show on HBO and the guy goes to this professor, a college professor, right? And he's like, how can mankind return? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the professor gives this long-winded explanation. And the next shot, he's right outside WrestleMania. And he asks a random guy, how can mankind return? Dude's like, I don't think he's coming back tonight, man. I think he's injured. Or I think he's a little too old to come back. You know what I'm saying? He's probably 31 years old at that time. Who? Mankind? The wrestler? Man. Oh, yeah. You're talking man oh, you're talking about what are you talking about? Mick Foley. Yeah. I'm saying that they oh, asked this, us college prof recently. They asked the college prof Yeah, recently, actually a couple <laughs> years ago. Right. The the video went from him talking to a college professor and being like, How can mankind return? And the college professor's answer took like ten minutes. And then it switched to him talking to a wrestling fan and be like, How can mankind return? And the guy's like, I don't think he is coming back tonight. You know what I'm saying? It was just this. Uh, okay, it's not. It's not really working over Pod, but uh, it was. It's a pretty interesting show. On, it's a pretty show. Uh, funny show on HBO Max. Okay, that I don't even remember. 
Is it one of those to... things where people act like they know about something and they don't, and they just go on and on no, about it's, it? No, it's it's no. Okay. It's it's kind of a show where the guy just goes around New York filming stuff, and it's all uh, reality. It's no no actors or anything. He's just talking to people. Taxi but, uh, cab confessions. Uh, I, I remember that show. I used to watch that show as a kid, hoping that that, that there would be some slippage of morning stuff on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I wonder how real that show was looking back. That was probably pretty legit, is my guess. Um, by the way. So we're talking about Super Tag League. Are there any teams that have your eye? And who the hell is this dude with Yo? Um, it's is it? Uh, tell me the name because I know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm name. seeing the picture. I have no clue. Isn't he a Mexican guy? Or just no? He's Japanese. Oh, he's and... yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's isn't it somebody from uh, you know Dragon Gate or DDT or, or Noah? I don't uh, know. Okay. And who is El Desperado's a... partner? It's Watto. Oh, that makes Desperado. That doesn't make any sense at all. Because well, they're in the, different the, factions. Yeah, I know, but they've been having these things where they've been trying, like, where Watto's been earning his respect slowly. Really? Yeah, and they've had this little kind of bromance story brewing. And it's been pretty entertaining. Okay, I like actually. that. I like that. A little okay. undercard bromance. Um, thing going, and I guess when he finally agreed to be his partner, he just like shook his little pinky or whatever. But um, oh, so there's been a lot of that kind of thing. Um, I was pretty disappointed because I he- I heard that Conamaro fucking turned on just five guys. Yeah, that was the thing that happened about a month ago. That was kind of cool, or just you know, well, interesting how is and different. Cool? Is, no, 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 you're like right. But I mean, just it was just something a little interesting and different. Uh, What's his, what's his nickname, Kanemaru, like the Master Heel or whatever? No, it's the Master Heel is, um, what's his name? Toriano. No, 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 it's not Toriano. It's, uh, isn't it, uh, what's the one that comes out with Grill as a Destiny? Oh, Giotto. J- yeah, Giotto is the Master, he- or, yeah, Heel Master, right? Something like that. But, so but you're right, though, Kanemaru does have something. Something like that, like a bad guy type of deal. But uh, it's just made me sad because he had this, uh, you know, he is a likable wrestler. He really oh, is. Conor Morrow is no, actually great. He, he's more of a scumbag heel, though, I think, with the whiskey and all that, you know? He couldn't, he couldn't. Ha- okay, now I'm remembering what I just saw the other night, dude. Okay, here's what I just saw the other night. You just brought the, okay, Conor Morrow pulled out the whiskey, okay? Yes. And he took a huge slug. And then what I think happened is Yo kissed him, sucked the alcohol out of his mouth, and then spit it into another guy's mouth. Oh, he to- that's right. I heard about that. He snowballed him. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh, I, 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 like, I was really attention. kind of in shock. <laughs> no, he like... He- it's like, really, you expect me to believe he sucked it out of this guy's mouth? Like, that, that, that he never, made a solid contact and actually... That never would have happened during COVID. Oh, fuck no. No, that would not have happened in COVID. But I was just like, it was that... I don't know if it was cool or kind of cheesy. I'm not really sure what to think. I'm not really... You know, I could see other guys being like, oh, that's gay. You know what I mean? But I don't care about that. I was just a little like, wait, that came out of nowhere. I mean, didn't uh, didn't Tony Storm just do that to to someone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kissed her. She kissed Soraya. Okay. Should wrestlers be kissing? Uh, well, if Bugs Bunny did it. Moving on. Um, yeah. So he is Conamaro. Is it back to being a dirty heel? Well, I mean, and Bray Wyatt used to kiss people. Yeah, but on the forehead. Yeah, a kiss is a kiss. It's like a forehead kiss is like what your dad gives you, you know? You Unless you're Tom Brady, your dad ain't kissing you on the lips, you know? So, oh, okay. it's just a side note. Um, let's see what else is going on here. Okay, everyone else. And then Teton and Bushi. We got Drilla Maloney and Carl Clark Connors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Catch 22. Uh, you got, you got the, the DKC and uh, 
Okay, I see that. We're going with the... And and the Kushida. Yes. Right? Wait, that's the DKC? DKC is with... Why is his name slipping my mind? Taguchi. Okay, who's with Kushida? What's that guy's name again? Kevin Knight, who's fantastic. Kevin Knight? So we got this story here. So they've got this, like, Kevin Knight is being trained by Kushida story. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And they both got the uh, they both got the Japanese headband on. Kevin Knight has That's... really, really starting to come into his own. By the way, I thought he was good when I saw him in the uh, BOSJ. No, he was, and he's just yeah. really getting too good. And I really feel like WWE or someone's going to steal him pretty soon. Probably WWE. He seems like a guy that would like he, thrive he fit there. in well there. Yeah, that would they would give a run to and then forget about in a month. I don't know, man. They've been uh, they got a lot of stuff going on in NXT that that looks like it could be money eventually. I don't know if you've seen this Trick Williams guy, no. and uh, he's yeah, he's great. No, we saw we saw him. We saw him live, but he didn't wrestle. He came out with uh, Carmelo. He, he was Carmelo's uh, you know manager. You remember that? You don't even remember, huh? Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, he was Carmelo's manager. He's he's great. And then like Tiffany Stratton too. Like she's getting really good. So uh yeah, no, there's I some... mean Yeah. That's funny. no I, but I I'm saying he, he would fit in well there. My and uncle my uncle tells West... me that he's sometimes my grandma watches NXT. Which what? is kinda of funny. Yeah. She sometimes it's just she watches she watches NXT sometimes too. Why? She loves it all. Yeah, huh? Yeah. You ever you, asked her why? Like, why do you do that? She just, she loves, um, she just loves watching the girls fight each other, you know? Well, they do have a lot of women on there. Yeah, NXT's got a lot of them, and she, you know, she, you know, she loves Charlotte, and she loves Roman, so. Oh, jeez. She literally likes the top two pushed people. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know, she thinks Charlotte is, that's... She, and she likes Shotzi. You know, she's she's funny. Oh boy. But Roman's her boyfriend, actually, as she said. I actually think Shotzi is You know what they say that anytime you talk about someone you have to assume they might be listening to you. But I do think it's really nice what she did for her friend with cancer. I thought that was a heartwarming. It was her story. sister. Sister? Yeah. That's rough. That's real rough. That's really rough. Listen, so you know, Shotzi is one of those people like in the ring, there's some there's some recklessness. There's something missing here and there, but she is just a ball of energy, and I, I like seeing her on screen because she's just got so much enthusiasm and a lot to offer. Where it kind of makes up for that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I see what you mean because I mean I like I and I still don't know why these people didn't get back brought back to the WWE. But like I really liked the Iconics because they were funny as hell. You know, they were yeah, not they good personality. In the ring. They, yeah, they were funny. At least they could have. Been I, I'm managers, still so. confused how they never got pulled. I figured like they would be pulled back when Triple H took the power, but maybe they didn't have a, a relationship with them. And maybe I think they were like one of the first uh, tag team champs too. I think one of them was married to Sean Spears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Cassie had, Lee, I think is she, her name. She's, yeah, and she's had uh, had a baby or two. I don't baby. Know. So yeah. maybe they've moved on in that way. Um, Although but, neither of them are really wrestling, so it's like. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, they weren't going to be ones yeah. that were going to, you know, take up indie spots or anything. Um, no. no, but it's it's just weird because like with the women in WWE now, it's like. Someone I really don't like is uh, Green, Chelsea Green. And, like, I just think, like, I don't know. It's, like, I think that's a spot that could be better used. I don't think she's funny. I don't think she's a good wrestler. She's a joke character. Do you even notice her? Do you even watch enough WWE to notice her? No. I mean, I have I know of her. I know who she is. I've never really seen her before or anything, so I can't really... She was know. cool when she had her gimmick in Impact as the Laurel, Laura Van Ness, where mm. she had like the lipstick all messed up. Okay, you remember that? She yeah, she it was like 
half it was kind of cool actually half her body was like a bride and then half her body was like all messed up and so she was like the bride who got stood up kind of deal it was oh, her gimmick okay. she, and she wrestled in all in hmm. um but like i said it was just like it it it, it, it just i don't know there there seems like there's a better right. spot um other things to talk about real quick is uh mlw falling apart now neither of us has probably barely watched any mlw right I've watched it a few times. Have you? Never. I don't think I have. I know my uncle from time to time says he's watched it, but not. No, not. Really. Where, where is it? Is it on? Is it like you probably have to have a certain station? He whatever. It was I on. It was on, it on like streaming for a minute. Oh really? Hmm. Gets it on cable. Yeah, because remember that was the whole. That was the whole reason, like they were suing WWE or something like that. Isn't um, it but, uh, run but in, by a, a former WWE creative person? Uh, run by Core Bauer. Wasn't he in WWE yeah. at some point, right? Mm-hmm, writer. And MLW is old, too. Like, they they had MLW TV back in, like, the early 2000s and stuff. And was it so, Core Bauer uh, like, or somebody else? I think so, yeah. Like, when he wasn't working with uh, WWE. And then you had, like, Kojima wrestle for them back in the day quite a bit. And that was um, but, basically where MJF kind of got his wings, right? His start. Yeah. I don't remember if he was part of that group, the Contra or whatever, with uh, Simon Gotch. Or, or I don't even know his real name. Um, but uh, I think yeah. that's the case. But, yeah, in the last like couple days, like three of the top guys have asked for their release. Right, right. I saw that. So... No, no one's really sure what's going on. Um, I know that there were rumblings on Twitter of, you know, Court Bauer is like an idiot. And I don't know. So I guess more to more where that came from. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. But uh, yeah, I, 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 that's just wanted to bring that up. The other thing is that um, I heard that Hinare took six Hurricanes to the head. Six what? I just want to bring that up. Uh, six back fists to the head. Ooh. Oh. Just wanted to bring that up. Because, uh, Be careful, buddy. That's friend of the show right there. That is friend of the show. Hell yeah. Be careful. Be careful. The other thing I want to talk about is Matthew Perry. Does he have anything to do with wrestling? I wouldn't be surprised if he was on a random episode of Raw. As a guest I wonder. Host that era. Yeah, I feel like the guest host era was a little after. WWE official pens down an emotional note following Matthew Perry's. He's a hockey guy, and I Mick Foley. Was... Mick Foley. So Mick Foley knew him, or something like that. That's not surprising. Okay. I mean, he's a guy that, or you know, that show is one of the most iconic television shows of all time. And yeah, uh, you know. All the people there are that were on that show, um, albeit you know, you know, not the young people David that were Schwimmer, once on the show. They're still not to the level where they need to be worried about dying uh, at a certain age. No. Um, so well, you would you would you would think that. Although to be fair, um, as as messed up as it is, uh, you know, Matthew Perry abused his body. Oh yeah, he definitely. I'm just saying, age-wise, you're not usually worried about. No, you're not worried about. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And um, he's a guy that went through a lot and was seemed to be like those days are were behind him. But as we're starting to find out now, sometimes you know you do get better and you stop doing what you were doing, but the damage to your body is only so reversible. Um, and yeah and know. also that that with addiction it's not like you know it's a lifelong issue you know yeah. it's something that comes and goes right and obviously we don't know exactly what happened there was some sort of drowning incident yeah but it, it it's just that leads towards you know thinking like uh you know because that's not a normal that's not really a normal way that people die no um, i mean you had a hot tub and uh, he could have been inebriated and fell asleep in the hot tub. Uh, there could have been a... We just don't know. We'll find out, I'm sure, in the next yeah, few days. Yeah, we don't know. 
he we'll should be taking a lot of medications for, you know, some type of, you know, we'll probably hear accidental overdose in a few days that caused him to fall asleep. Um, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I could see something like that, but um, yeah, Mick Foley, yeah, and actually, um, I just actually was pulling out my podcast and looking at Mick Foley's podcast, and uh, yeah, it yeah, said like, oh, we released this, we released this right before Matthew Perry passed away, and it had a note from Mick Foley, so yeah, you're right, if anyone, it would be Mick Foley too, being such a friendly guy, you know, he's probably has some great relationships. Yeah. Or probably a guy uh, that you, enjoyed the show Friends, Mick Foley seems like, too. That, and that's true, too. Yeah, but like you said, like, we all watched it. I mean, sure. this was back when everyone watched TV. And, like, yeah. this was... And Friends on Thursday nights, man. Thursday night. What was it? What was, it? What was that block called? Must See TV. Yeah. yeah. That was, like, it was it was TGIF and on Fridays or whatever. And then it was yeah. Must See TV on... Those were like, everyone watched that. And if you didn't watch it every Thursday, you for sure watched the reruns on Fox every day at like 3.30 p.m. or whatever. So, yeah, almost in syndication, yeah. if you will. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, well, not quite wrestling related. Still a big deal. Um, did you end up watching anything on Collision? I need to. I heard that the uh, Kenny uh, MJF match was fantastic, so... So I've heard a lot of people like I've heard people say like, "Oh, why are they giving us this match? That's horrible booking. You shouldn't give us this match." But at the same time, it's like, aren't you happy you're getting the match? I mean, I I see both sides. How do you of that. feel about I mean, that? You you would think that Kenny would be uh, one of the first guys that you would eventually end uh, the run with 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 Kenny because. Uh, I mean, with with MJF because you know, you know when you really think He's, about it's it, it's the streak, right? And that would be a guy that you'd want to have the title for a while, and he's a guy that you always want to have, uh, you know, uh, protected, if you will, and just be one of your top guys that can win the world title at any time. Um, yeah. So I see that, and plus Kenny's, you know, uh, high mileage and probably in his late thirties now. And MJF is still not even close to 25 or 26. Oh, he's 40. He's 40. Kenny Omega's 40? He just turned 40 a couple days ago. Wow. Well, there you go, man. Finally crossed cross that bridge, man. It's one of the hardest parts of being a wrestling fan is watching your favorite wrestlers get older just like you do. And quickly. I mean, so. 10 years ago, this oh, guy quickly was too. the talk of the industry. I mean, that's an interesting I mean, question five, right there. Five, six years ago. Do you think if he stays in New Japan, he's a bigger star than now? Who? Who? Kenny. Can, can he, oh, nowadays? No, I don't think so. No. Kenny would have been a multiple-time IGWP champion and maybe champion doesn't mean he right now. It doesn't mean he would have been a bigger Well, I mean, it's mean not, in terms of his star. wrestling credentials, you know? I, I think that we've seen that in New Japan, like there's so much stuff you can do until it's time to, to move somewhere else. I mean, certain some people haven't done it. Like Nakamura could have been in Japan for life, right? He could have. Oh yeah. And you oh, got yeah. your and you got your Okadas, you got Ibushi who we thought would be in Japan forever. You know, you got those guys, but like when you're I, I think people like Kushida and Omega and even Osprey, these are people that can't settle for just winning everything in one place. They have to, they have to, and that's probably why Osprey is going to be in AEW within the next year. Yeah. I well, mean, that and I think, you know, eventually, I don't know what they pay. New Japan, we've talked about it before, but uh, someone, it's just a matter of time with the Westerners now that they don't, like, they probably prefer to be in New Japan, but it's just much more convenient for them to. You know, like a guy like Tama Tonga, he's being rewarded for his loyalty right now. He's a guy that probably yes. could have jumped multiple times uh, in the last five years and has well, stuck I'm with sure, New Japan. Sure. I'm pretty sure he could have went to WWE at one point. 
Oh no, multiple Pretty points. Sure, right? I think he could have gone yeah, multiple points. Yeah, because him and his brother, and him and his brother, the uh, the uh, big thing of for like years was like the gorillas versus the usos. You know what I mean? Oh well, wasn't um, Tongaloa in WWE for a while? Wasn't he oh, in like was that? He? he was in like the Mexicals faction or something like that. They had him as a. Yeah, he was. Did they really have a Mexicool faction? Was yeah, it, was it Michelle was McCool in some, and um, faction where he well, was let me, Mexican? Let, let's take a look. So he was uh, Camacho and Junico. <laughs> oh, he really was. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's see his adoptive brother Alipate, and we'll, we'll call him Fifita because his name is Tavita Fifita in real life, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, yeah. He did a tryout in 2009. Um, he joined FCW as Tonga. March, he became known as Agent T. Okay, then on the December 15, 2011 episode of Superstars, Fafita came to the ring as the new enforcer of Hunico. And his new ring name was Camacho. So here we go, Hunico and Camacho. And they did wrestle the Usos, and they beat them. There you wow. go. He was in there quite a bit. He wrestled Seth Rollins, talking Tyson Kidd, Bo Dallas. I didn't realize he was that deep into WWE. Yeah, Thanks he for was. telling me that. I, yeah. I, and, you know, Tom is a guy who can do the WWE thing. And he had Gallows and Anderson there. And I, I think he was pretty close to jumping a few years ago and did it. And you're telling me that WWE doesn't want a piece of Hikaleo at some point? Um, a few years ago, they they probably were would love to get yeah. a guy like that in their system, uh, as big as he is, and how you know that kind of thing. So those are those three yeah. have probably had multiple chances in the last five years to go to WWE and have it. So, and I think we're seeing the kind of the rewards of that. They're having their own little mini faction now, um, and they're they have they get to all, be baby faces now too. They get to sell more merch, and they've all had gold. At some point in time since they've been in New Jersey. Although one of them just lost lost that to Shingo Takagi. Although, right. let's be honest here, Shingo should always have a belt, in my opinion. Like, he always should have I'll some listen to that. belt. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Um, by the way, I wanted, to, I wanted to say this real quick. This is some interesting trivia. So, Camacho, uh-huh. which is, you know, it's it just Tongaloa. He wrestled with Hunico, and then Hunico went on to play Sin Cara. With right. uh, with uh, Samurai Del Sol, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, when Mystico went back and didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Camacho's last feud was with Adam Rose. So there you go. Wow, in 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 XPW or I mean I'm XPW in, in, in NXT, NXT NXT. Wow. Yeah, it's like I was watching it back then, dude. So it's like I must have saw this guy. Yeah, no, just didn't leave that big of an impression on you, out. or just uh, not at all. Credit to no, him for at all. coming out so different with the Bullet Club thing, and he was always, you know, he's always been kind of a background Bullet Club guy, and Tom has always kind of been the lead of that group too, you know. Well, what trips me out is that, like, uh, I guess I remember the tag team going back forever, but I guess when I first started watching, it was just Tomatonga. Yeah, oh. he he Let's... didn't go to WWE until I mean, I'm sorry, New Japan until like 2015 or end of 2014. So he, yeah, Tama had been there yeah, for a the while. That's the real bloodline right there. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I hated the way Tama Tonga looked too. Like his, like he almost had this Sphinx type of face gimmick paint. with like the long face paint. Yeah, I never was, was pretty into intimidating, that, but it's funny it was how intimidating. He... I just. I thought it was pretty cool. He's really... Yeah, I'm uh, looking at the... the... He's more of a clean-cut guy now. Yeah, I'm watching... He is, yeah. I'm watching him uh, and them with the old Bullet Clubs, the first Bullet Club t-shirt that is not very cool. I'm looking at an image of Devitt. It looks like Rob Van Dam's with him, but it can't be him at all. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, okay. Um, by the way, you see that? Did you watch that um, that Mystico match with the uh, with, um, Rocky Romero at all? No, I I heard it was good though. 
I hear a lot of things. No, it's Don't good. And and I know you haven't I know you haven't watched much of them, but like Rocky's been killing it in Mexico and they put a lot of that stuff on New Japan World, you know what I mean? They've talked um, I mean, we've so, talked about how Rocky is one of the most one of the unsung heroes and just really underrated people in all of wrestling. He's one of the most what? Just underrated people, unsung heroes of wrestling right now. And we've talked about that, yeah. But, but I, I mean, I think right now, though, this Mexican run he's having is one of the best of his career. I mean, Probably the best is, of his career, absolutely. I mean, he's he's a great heel. You know, he's got this Azucar kind of character going. And, uh, oh, it's just it's just great. It's, it's just like, and, and really inside that Mexican ring, like he... You know, the rings are different in all the places. And, and Mexico has this really safe environment. You know, there's not those, there's not those, um, there's no guardrails. It's all, you know, soft, kind of like WWE. And, uh, no, he's just like watching him move around and, and use that, use that environment. It's, it's a uh, pretty great. I would love to go to Mexico City and watch a CMLL on a Friday night. Would you, would you be down to do that? Yeah, I would love to. That would be awesome. Um, and just like awesome. kind of ba- back on Rocky though, I mean Rocky can literally do anything. The business, anyone he, he yeah. does, he can do anything. He can uh, he can commentate. He could be a manager. He can be a heel. He can be a baby face. Be a baby. Um, he can be. He, a, can book. he can be a liaison. He can. Yeah. yeah he can book. He can. Yeah. He might be He's like one of the most communicator. He's you know, versatile entities in all of wrestling. He he knows he probably knows a little Spanish. He probably knows a little Japanese. I bet he you probably, he knows he obviously Spanish speaks fluently. English. Yeah, I think he grew up out here. You think he's Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean he is a real middle, so although I don't know if that's his real name, no, but real name. Yeah, like, no, he I think his last it name is, is like it's still I know Rivera. his name's like Rivera. John or something. Rivera. Yeah, Rivera. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. And let's see. And Azucar is his old nickname, which means sugar. So he's like uh, Sugar Shade Mosley. Sugar Rocky Romero. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy just does what not is he? get enough. I mean, obviously, you know, I think he, in his circles, he gets credit, but you know, he's the one that is on speed dial with Tony Khan, I'm sure. And he is one of the busiest people okay. in wrestling for sure. He also started wrestling when he was pretty much like probably 16 or something like that. He I was, mean, the guy is 41 years old and he's been in the business since 2000, since like 97. Wow. Wow. And was trained by an Inoki. Yes. So. He was one of the original guys in that Jojo with, uh, Danielson and TJP and Nakamura and Samoa Joe. They were all in that original um, New Japan Dojo that was in Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. Among other guys, I'm maybe Adam Pierce was in stuff. that. There was a lot of guys, yeah, that ran through yeah. there. And he was a Black Tiger, too. So, yeah, no, he's awesome. I, I, I. We talk about him a lot, like whenever that dude does retire or, you know, you know, hopefully it's a long time from now. I mean, he's going to be one of those guys like it's like, yeah, it's underrated. Like, like people don't talk about him that much, but really without him, without him, you have you don't have so much of this wrestling history we have. Yeah, I mean, mean, do do you have Chris Jericho? Do you have do you have? You know Jim Ross uh, going and commentating. Do you have this, this, or that? You know, do you have this American? Do you have AJ Styles? I don't know. You know. I mean, honestly, put it this way: all those people we mentioned and more are in his cell. Phone. Uh, he's got programmed in his cell phone or in his contacts. Uh, although I would, just to be fair, the, like he he has got into this position like fairly recently, with as in like as the past like six or seven years. Yeah. Do, do you know who had his job before him? Yeah, Steve Prino. No, it was Tiger Hattori, dude. No, but well, in terms of no, like, well, um, Steve Carino was the liaison for the um, North American talent at one point. He was. 
He said it multiple times. Okay, I I mean, I, I remember Chris Jericho was, talking about his. Hattori is one of the guys too, but that hmm. might have been, bef- there was a, there probably is an overall period where Hattori was the guy, but I think it also might have been uh, a transitionary stage between, he might, Hattori was probably the guy in the 90s too. Um, yeah. You know, when Jericho was in WCW and then just, that was just someone, they put him in touch with Hattori because Hattori's dealt with him before. But I know at one point well, it was... That's um, what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. At one point it was Carino, because Carino was taught... I, I don't remember what podcast. He might have been on a Jim, Ro, uh, Jim Ross's podcast, I don't know, 10 years ago or less, talking about how yeah. he's put in the most um, trips to Japan out of any American wrestler at one point. Oh, Steve Carino had? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. At one wow. point. Believe it or not. Pretty you know? intense. Um, he, he was the guy. I wonder who that guy is nowadays. Probably Will Ospreay, but he's not American. Well, there's probably been so many guys now, um, in terms of, uh, Juice, Juice. Yeah, I mean. Juice Robinson, Jay White. Jay White lives in America. He might be the one who's traveled the most to Japan. Jay White, at one point, was at a, at a Japanese uh, residency. Uh, I know Cobb does, but... Yeah, until he... It's kind of funny, you know, you get someone like Hanare, who was like, I'll never move to America. And then you get someone like Jay White, who's like, I'm immediately moving to America. <laughs> I guess so it's I, just... You know, in a way, uh, I don't believe either. Opinions I can understand of the both sides of that. Oh, I totally can. Uh, America... I, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Hanare, but... but... There's other things. Hanari, we can tell, is, is not, understandably so, uh, not a fan of uh, America in terms of just like the Well, overall. he's also not a fan of having indigenous people's lands taken over, too, you know? No, and, and which, honestly, uh, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, part of our history and part of, part of uh, New Zealand history as well, which... Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. There's been a lot of injustice, injustice done there, and obviously he's someone that has a very close connection to his people. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. I'll, yeah, you see it on his face. So, now, now, now we just got to yeah, exactly. Now we just got to get him on an interview uh, like that. So look, before we get out of here, I'm going to show you what I bought. Okay, do you see this? Hold on, let me. I'm sorry, I'm still looking at a picture of Rocky Romero. Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah, it looks, yeah. See that? So it's a screen. Each one of these is a screen. Uh You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're buttons. So I can program them for anything I want. And I can program the icons. I can make my own icons or whatever. And so for streaming for us, I can do sound effects on here if I want or whatever. Um, Yeah, I could even do our uh, music so I can start our music running, blah, 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 and then we can hit it live. So... And then for streaming and stuff, I can switch uh, camera angles. You know what I mean? Right. I can put a camera up here and put another one there. So my it's $150, and my coworker gave it to me free. Wow. How did that come about? Yeah. Because he, he, he said he bought a whole streaming deck and streaming kit to, to play racing games online, mm-hmm. but he realized he'd rather just play the games than stream them. Oh, well. That's it. So your, yeah, your, very, uh, very, very, you win. His, very uh, cool. So I, that's yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy. Well, I think I'm gonna go watch Collision then, man. I think I'm gonna get out and watch Collision. Um, I'm glad we got together. I know this episode was a little discursive, a little all over the place, but ah. we just wanted to get back in the groove of things. Yeah, I like it that way. Um, we got more natural conversation, and I, I got to get stuff ready for the morning because when I wake up early, I have to. Uh, Get my shirt ironed and, you know, kind of just get all my clothes laid yeah. out. So it's just... got to get cut. your shirt ironed. Well, I, I wear button-up shirts I guess to work, you work in I, an I office uh, place. Yeah. I don't wear, like, anything fancy, but I, I do wear a button-up shirt. I don't tuck it in or anything. And I do usually wear sneakers. Dude, I'm so I, lucky. I, I, don't, I don't have to iron clothes anymore. When I umpired, I had to iron a lot. You know, baseball, you're supposed to look perfect, so... Yeah, but, you uh, have to have like a crease in your pants every time, but so you got to <laughs> iron some clothes. 
yeah, just iron a shirt and just kind of lay out my clothes for the morning. And uh, it's all about making the morning <laughs> faster and easier. So I'll spend a. No, I agree. Later. I have I have my I have my morning system too, man. And yeah. it, it's also to make it faster and easier because yeah, it's shower, like walk the up. dog, shower, get dressed, walk the dog, and get out. That's pretty much what you're, I do. In the morning. You're a morning shower guy. Oh yeah, I mean. Definitely. Do you go straight to the shower when you wake up? No, I wake up and I go to the bathroom and if I have to do anything, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll brush my teeth and then I'll get in the shower. Do you wake uh, and and how long until you're actually starting to have mental clarity? Uh, about noon. Immediately? <laughs> no. Um, it it's after the shower. It really depends. There's some days where I'm I feel like I need about a good half hour. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I'm one of those people. People, got, people talk. Yeah, I like to ahead. wake up a little earlier because I like about an hour to get out of the house. I know some people, 5 a.m. comes or whatever, they're out of the house at 5.30. Like, I can't do that. So I have to get up, brush my teeth. and That's how I am. I like 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And... I like to take my time in the morning. So I'll wake up a little earlier. That's good. Just so I don't have to rush myself. Um, and I like to get to work early, you know me, like just in that brief time, I, I like to be early oh, because yeah. I, I, I know it's one of the things I can control and I, and I always stress about being late and I hate when things take long. I hate rush hour. I hate traffic. So my thing is, you know what? Leave. No, I get you cards. on that. <laughs> so yeah. Smart man. Smart, smart. And then you can, you're taking care of the situation instead of being stuck in fucking traffic, looking at your clock constantly, stress the right. fuck out. Mm -hmm. so, so I'd rather just avoid yeah. it. Or if I am caught in traffic, I have plenty of time to get somewhere. So I'm not stressing about it. Yeah. Unless you're taking the train, in which case you're not too worried about traffic. No, no. But you know, there's delays here and there, but that's why I leave in plenty of time and get to work a little early and I get to kind of, uh, settle in and no one else is there and I go get my coffee and look out the window and just kind of ease my way into the day. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I get to work pretty early now. My ride gets, we start at four. My ride gets here at 3.30. We're at work at about 3.35 because I live next to my work and uh, he sits in the car and usually I, I use that time to go because I'm taking over other people. You know what I mean? I usually use that time to go communicate with them and bullshit with them and say, you know, What's going on today? They, okay. So you know, it's so that I don't get there and then they leave immediately and I don't know what's going on. So it's kind of a handoff. You know, I'll tell you this, man. I uh, I, I actually set up a whole system at my work where uh, where we're keeping tr track of tools and stuff, and they were like really appreciative. And uh, but I was not able to get that promotion. So this goes out to everyone. I was not able to get the promotion, man. So that hey, sucks. It's my fault because I didn't, be, I don't have a car. Oh, really? Is that what it came it's down meant to? It's meant to be, and it. Yeah, and it sucks because everyone wanted me to have the job, except the main boss was like, "Look, he's like, I wouldn't mind starting at six thirty that much, but he's like, he's like, oh, but like other people want it will want to start at six thirty too. He's like, no one wants to come in at five thirty. He's like, so I just can't make any exceptions for that. I was like, I get it. He's like, if you get a car, that job is yours. Well, there you go. So, that's yeah that yeah you, you um so the... i've been saving i've finally been saving up again right i've had the means at one point but i just didn't so uh yeah, i I'm remember you looked pretty and... hard for a while and i think you got a little uh discouraged uh but yeah. i got a little discouraged and then i ended up going to la right after that too and i just said fuck it i'll just spend i didn't i went to la and i didn't have to worry about anything you know and that was nice yeah. Right when you're so, ready, you'll get you'll, uh, you're uh, you're working your way. Yeah, I'm saving. I'm that. saving. I'm saving up again. So, um, yeah. But luckily, I have a, a workplace where we can talk about that. You know, at yeah, least. That's cool. Whereas I'm not freaked out about it. We're actually open and talking about it. So, anyways, maybe I should save some of that stuff for after the show. Justin, thank you so much for doing the show with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna go watch Collision. And you are probably going to start getting ready to go to sleep soon, right? Hell yeah. All right. Well, you wrestling heads, you crazy freaks that listen to us, enjoy your time as well. And we will see you guys later.
Say something. <laughs>